Ooh. Wow. How does everyone feel? Welcome to Sissy Boys Podcast. I am Dan Donahue, and I am on the podcast. I'm Cooper Lydon. I'm a Los Angeles native. There's three <laughs> no, things I like, sand, tacos, we and skateboards. Do, we can't do the whole intro again. Why? You did it last time, and it took 20 minutes. I'm a Los Angeles native. One thing I'm faulty of, too much loyalty. <laughs> you do say that a lot. I'm Matt Legrand. I'm on Zoloft, Wellbutrin, Prep, Fish Oil. And an extra 150 milligrams of Wellbutrin. <laughs> this is my boy Matt. He's got tons of issues. He's fucked up. Do you think it would sell well if they mixed Wellbutrin with PrEP? And kind of made it like a package oh, drug? Oh, no, like it's one drug. One, like, one big pill. It's it one prevents big pill. HIV and like Feeling also... sad? I mean, what else do you need? Yeah, that's true. When you have to take your, your sad gay pill every morning. So I take 450 milligrams of Wellbutrin. And, um, is that a lot? So my coworker Simon, um, I was telling we were we always talk about what meds we're on because they're always switching up, and he he was like, "You're on 450," and he was like, "My doctor told me the max was 300," <laughs> and like I take the max of that pill, and then I have to get a whole separate prescription. And you were like, "Your doctor's putting a fucking ceiling on your happiness, dude." Or my There's doctor's a just a level. fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, of course, that is what the case is. No, yeah. you're like a power lifter. Yeah, you're too big. You're so big and strong. Simon is probably ten pounds more than me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about like, like you, you go hard. Yeah, like you train hard. You yeah, yeah. I, mean? my, I have high highs and I have low lows. This is Cooper just not wanting you to be on less Wellbutrin. It's, it's pump it up because <laughs> from the stage high makes I you need, feel good. I need you know from the come down after I. Right, I'm so excited on stage after you rip it up on. You get stage. off stage and you have to snort Wellbutrin. To not want to jump. We off were talking the about your act in the car, and you said uh, quite a few times that you wanted to kill yourself listening to it. Yeah, I of course. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Whenever I listen to my stand up, I feel the same way. There, are, uh, I'll say this: I love doing. At the moment, sometimes you're so excited about stand up, and other times, for myself, I just like want to do anything besides stand up because course. I'm sick of that format of comedy. Yes, and I'm very inspired by people who are much sillier and looser with their material. Yeah, who or who like do a cool thing like dishes while they tell a very short joke. What you do on TikTok? Yeah. Oh wait, what do you mean? No, I was just using an example. I think in your it's TikTok, your you should format. start cleaning your bathroom while you tell jokes. Why are you being so rude about my bathroom? <laughs> yeah, what if you got into like humiliation porn where you're still doing the joke, but you have to do like more demeaning Matt, acts? Matt, that would be pretty cool. I'm I have ex- to lick a guy's foot. Oh, it would. I, I mean, I was going to say just maybe scrub something with your toothbrush, but if oh, yeah. fuck it, you're really in business. No, but yeah, it would be funny, lick Dan, Matt's foot. if you did, like, because your format is so well known and you have such a good online following, <laughs> if now you were just doing really weird activities with the yeah. same joke format. Yeah. Well, I, I need to get a million before I do that, I feel. Like in the last clip when you're telling the joke, you're just getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just go from zero to 100. That would be. <laughs> a great way to get kicked off of tiktok <laughs> or like, like you're like cooking joke, something and baking something and no one knows what it is and then like you reveal it's like crystal meth <laughs> that's so funny. you're just pouring like hot liquid into a fucking oh, have, like, the gloves on that and would a beaker. Be so it's like a 28 part joke and i go through every step <laughs> of cooking crystal meth yeah and it's it, like the fucking uh crack chronicles or what's the jay-z thing where he just describes crack, ca- oh no 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 take crack commandments is a uh, biggie smalls i'm the hip-hop historian of yeah Podcast. All the hip hop heads right now. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not up enough on late '90s. Hip-hop. I was dressed in New York too. It's, I know, I know all this stuff. 
Um, I really just rep the H-Town mostly. You're a Houston kind of guy. Can I talk about my show that happened on Sunday? I would Sunday? love for that. Just give us like 20 minutes. Hey, Matt, look at me. Yeah. I would love for you to do that. Okay. And I feel like you, Ernest, you sincerely, you are a little upset when I bring up your bathroom. Okay. When you picked you. me up from the airport, Matt picked me up from the airport, which was very nice of you. And I'll give you that because Cooper couldn't because Cooper's car was being fixed. And Cooper decided to just say, yeah, I'll pick you up from which the Which is airport. a good example of realizing what you're capable of. <laughs> Before that, you say that you can, because I want to help so Finding bad. your limitations. That I forget that I had given my car to somebody else for right. about four days. You're all about giving. And I realized that about 40 minutes before you needed to be picked up. Wait, I thought it was in the shop. It's in the shop. You gave it, oh, by someone else, you mean a mechanic? Yeah, a mechanic. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was I decided just to, to let the mechanic borrow my car for four days. <laughs> I was trying to add gravity to the situation. Cooper also add said gravity. he was, <laughs> Cooper also insisted on Venmoing me 50, he was like, you know what, I fucked up. $50? I'm $50. I felt like I should pay him because You're so I, I, I told him not an to, issue. and as a result, he did not Venmo me any money. Which is great. Um, Which we, maybe we could have made Although I did just learn that you were tipped $500 by... We'll get into $50. that later. We'll get into that later. Okay. But right now, let's stick. Uh, Matt got me, and then I was with my girlfriend, and we went to uh, lunch. And I was, I felt a little ganged up upon. I felt like I was a little bit. I was. It was two on one. You got ran through, and I got a little ran through conversationally at the brunch. You got ran. I got through. ran through Air One. Man. You, and you, I, in your defense, you also had already felt picked on by the people on your flight, which we'll get into. I later. was disrespectful. I, I, I asked you, does this sweater that I'm wearing make me look like a bitch? Because I've been disrespected. And <laughs> Lu Lewis is laughing, which makes me think maybe you thought this. But I've been disrespected four times. And I, I do not generally get this level of disrespect. And what did I say about the sweater? You said it was nice. I said it looks very And then you went on to disrespect me, which makes me think maybe you like this sweater because you feel like it makes me vulnerable. Dan, I'm going to be honest with you. As a guy that has tried a lot of different fashion styles sure. and gets disrespected on a daily basis. You get disrespected sometimes. It's not about the clothes. It's not about the clothes. It's just... I was just, putting out a vibe. Maybe you were putting out a vibe. But, but you, you think can, about what mobsters wear. They wear sweaters. Is that, Matt, cash, is that cashmere? It's wool. It's not cashmere. Uh, it's merino wool. Is that wool? It's wool. It's wool. There's wool. Wow. Yeah, it's wool. Okay, it looks like cotton, but yeah. No, it's nice enough that it doesn't And, and it's those kinds of statements. <laughs> it's those kinds of statements. Was that where, a fart? Wait. What happened? No, no I think Lewis just laughed he really. Laughed. He had a fart laugh. It was so good. Sometimes he makes noises out of his Did mouth. Did you shit? But it's those kinds of statements, Matt, where people will get on the, the chat afterwards and be like, Dan and Cooper were mean to Matt, when really we're defending ourselves from this onslaught of subliminal attacks. Because when, when the cameras are off, oh, yeah. not true. Matt texts, oh, Matt texts me pictures of his chest and he goes, look at all that hair, you hairless bitch. You like, like that bitch? And I don't I get it. have never done that. <laughs> I will say this. I do think that... Um, Gay people are often a little more straightforward <laughs> with stuff, whereas uh, because we're so like used to being like picked on or whatever, so yeah. it's like your bathroom looks like shit, and we'll just say that point blank, and it's like, oh, I need to fix. No, that. no, no, but you're not. See, no, no, but no. you're a little bitch. You don't say so when that. I tell you that you have charcoal toothpaste on the back of your toilet seat, right? 
But you didn't say that. You said it in like an underhanded sort of way. But you're with uh, in my my, my yeah. I, I think you are right in that I should be more uh, socially aware and sensitive and think about other people besides myself. But um, you were with your girlfriend, who mm-hmm. you have a very good relationship good with, relationship. and it was just us. It's not like we're meeting new people. It mm-hmm. wasn't like here's four friends. Can I tell you about how disgusting? No, no, no. Here's it's not like I, we're on a podcast with all these Here's strangers. what I didn't like about it, and here's why I got self-conscious, <laughs> is because I felt like your directness made her feel more open in telling me what she actually felt about my bathroom, and which I was would, negative. Then, then thank him. No, because I didn't like it. But don't you want to know? No. Oh, okay. I, and inadvertently, well, I was you bringing you two closer. But no. I, I did think it was funny. To no, hey, hear- hey, hey! Before you go on, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Look at me real quick. Oh my god! Look at me real quick. Is- look at me. No, I think it's this just pretty. I think it's pretty obvious that you not cleaning your bathroom is you refusing to understand what it means to be gay in America. Yeah, it's my one. It's my one bastion of homophobia is having an unclean. I feel hated when I'm in there. Right. I feel hated. Half of yeah. I a part like, of you yeah. is hated, and a part of you is very validated. When I'm in there, I hear the shower curtains whispering me, whispering to me. It's just a cop out. Yeah, You're actually, gay. It's fake. Every time You're I turn the piss off your pants. Well, what did what did uh, what did your girlfriend say? She was. Like these were reveals? No, no, no. So Matt was like, "Can I tell him what she's?" Yeah, please. If you remembered specifically, because I was just <laughs> in a said, blind rage. She says, "Yeah." <laughs> she goes, "Well, I did tell you the bathroom would be the one thing that would keep me from moving in." She literally you. said that. She literally said, "When we had a conversation, I'm just remembering this. I I went to a few. <laughs> okay, states. I guess it did. You get block it out and <laughs> forgot this. Yeah. yeah, she said we. It, which." It wasn't that direct when we were actually having the conversation. I actually said, well, you like your your spot is a little bit more meticulous than mine. Yeah. But when she said it, she goes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see. know. I if if you're watching this, baby, I love you very much. OK, this is nothing. We're we're very strong. But how but, dare you? No, Cooper, easy, easy. Call the dogs off. But yeah, so that that one really kind of got under my cross. I genuinely wanted to know two things in all seriousness. I wanted to understand your brain because I could not live in that environment. So I was very curious, like, how does your brain work? And then my second thing was I could not date someone who had that bathroom. So how does her brain work? Um, and how has she never brought that up to you? It's just what you want out of the bathroom. Well, we also... And how am I supposed to douche at your place and feel safe? Yeah, if right. there's charcoal toothpaste on the back of the toilet seat. Well, it's like charcoal... Here's the thing. is nothing that... Douche. With the cleanliness... And I'm not defending the cleanliness of my bathroom. How the fuck am I supposed bathroom. to douche at your no, place? No, 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 no. Now, look, give me the floor because you've had your say. I am not <laughs> defending the cleanliness of my bathroom. It's not very clean. But... It's not like it's you're making it sound like it's disgusting. You're making it sound like you don't it's want me awful. to comment on that. This is an attack on the working class is what you're doing. No, 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 no. It's not clean. But it's like Cooper and I have been in like college dude bathrooms and like bachelor bathrooms. I that also are disgusting. went to college with dudes. No, no, no. I, Okay, so I didn't go to gay are university. You saying, are you saying my bathroom is as bad as that? Are you saying my bathroom is as bad as that? I would say it's no, no, worse. no. Just answer. Say yeah. 
Okay, I, that's crazy. You're you're wrong. You're just I'm wrong. not wrong. I mean, I guess I went to a really nice private college. You're, you're just wrong, Cooper. Please try. You can't emotionally handle what I'm trying to tell you. And you I'm can't emotionally see it. handling it. What are you, you talking have never about? I'm your bathtub you. in however long you've been there. There, it's black and brown all over the bottom. It should be white. There's hair, and you're not even that hairy all over the floor of it's the bathroom. It's not all over the floor. I um the sink. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest. Me and Sa- me and Dan, pretty similar bathrooms. Pretty similar bathroom issues. Actually, one of my roommates now uses charcoal toothpaste and is gross. So there is charcoal <laughs> toothpaste. It and is a problem. My boyfriend commented on me using charcoal yeah. toothpaste because it makes things get stained. And there are barnacles on my, you know, shower. It's disgusting. It's what you you know, because you go in and you go, Oh, I don't like that. And then you go, All right, well, I'm gonna shower and then I'm gonna get out of here. Mm. I'm not trying to live in the bathroom. I don't need it to look like the Emmys. But also, a mess uh, does make me hate myself a lot, but I don't clean it. I, I don't like myself when I'm living but in that. But me and Dan are probably dirty for different reasons, though. <sighs> I think so. Okay, you're looking me in the eye again. What do you mean? I'm waiting for you to say something. Oh, no, you were looking. I was also just going to say, like, comparing yourself to Cooper's dirty bathroom doesn't make your bathroom any less dirty. But you, I'm saying you're making like my bathroom... like a rat looks at another rat and says, are we rats? And he goes, yeah, that doesn't make you a bunny. You're making my bathroom sound Whoa. like it's like horrendous, are, where it's just a normal, like, not super clean bathroom. Rats are really smart, by the way. You're literally making it sound worse than it is. You're making it sound like it, it's, it's like a bomb exploded in there or something, or there's shit on the wall. It's like... <laughs> there is not shit on the wall. Right. It, but, but you're like a step away it from seriously needs to be deep cleaned. Okay. It's not like a health hazard. That's fine. It, you're scum. right. It is not a health yeah. hazard. Yeah. I was able to properly pee in your bathroom. It's not a health hazard. I was hazard. able to navigate to where the toilet was. This bathroom could easily get a B, if not an A. On the health scale. Well, here's... I would, I the mean, hair everywhere. You said you like hairy guys. You said you like them. But here's why. I mean, I think this is kind you of the disconnect is because you clean your bathroom often, and it's a nice, and it's a clean bathroom, right? Honestly, my bathroom is not super clean, and I have to try, like, at least once a week to get it clean, but, like, there's parts of it that are really gross, but I do like the surface level stuff. Right. Yeah. Our producer, Lewis, looked at me and he was like, yeah, your bathroom's not that clean. Oh, it's not that But clean. it looks like you're not even doing the surface level stuff. I'm busy. So there's like 10, if you took 10 minutes, you can make it look so much Are better. Are you building an empire right now? His career is yes. going better. Are you ours. building an empire? Beyonce wasn't built in one day. I'm building an empire, dude. I'm I, building a I network. I am also building an empire. And I'm building an umpire. Ah, but Dan did Dan did remind us that his career is going much better than I'm ours. I'm building so an empire. Actually, kind of cancels yeah. out the bathroom. He's on comedy shows that he can't even tell us about. Yeah. What do you mean? Now that I think well, you said it. I. You, you're on a don't tell. Oh yeah. You can't even. No one can you, know. You don't even tell us. About like it. and subscribe if you think Dan should help me and Matt get more shows. I already told you. <laughs> I I suggested you already. Hey, under all of Dan's videos, yeah. comment help <laughs> get Matt Cooper and Matt get, a job. Get booked. Uh, we all have booked. we all have shows tonight. Look at us. The boys have shows, dude. Yeah, the show I'm going yeah. to has four tickets sold, and the venue is asking me to promote it more. Wait, is this, I get are one you at free the Pasadena one. Comedy? <laughs> I'm at the Pasadena Comedy. I did a comedy. show for four people last night. Yeah. Literally last night. It was a couple and two friends in the back, and the couple was together for 11 years. They said and the, everybody was just doing crowd work. Yeah. Up and I was like, 11 years, how did that happen? And the dude is the most New York guy I've ever, like, Yankees fitted, like, all the whole nine. And he just goes... <laughs> 
man, it's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> that was his answer. And then his his the woman looked at him like really mad. So I was like, oh, do you have a real answer? And she was like, yeah, weed and liquor. And wow. I was like, this is the best couple. I just talked to them the whole time. It was so fun. I love how she was like, what a ridiculous Yeah, answer. what a ridiculous. We know the answer. Don't make us look like idiots. So funny. Was this at the stand? No, 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 no. The stand shows were incredible. Yeah, Where was, was this out, at? Right? This was just like some random show. Yeah, the stand, the first one I did was like almost sold out. And then the second one was sold out. And I had to follow Mark Norman and Joe List, which was uh, scary. I was scared. I really? was I was in the hallway and I was going, I'm scared. You nervous? I was scared. You did well, right? I'm sure you I did, did yeah. Great, yeah. Right? You just followed the energy. I had to follow Burr in Boston. You had to follow Bill Burr. Burr did a drop in at Capo. Dude, it was so funny. So wow. there's not a wow! lot of there's not a lot of drop ins there. Like like in Boston, obviously it's like it's not like LA or New York, so Every like it's even more of a buzz, which yeah. is kind of cool because it's like you should be fucking excited. Yeah, when Bill Burr comes and in. it's hometown, like so, that's crazy. So the the host gets everybody in the, in the thing. He's like, "All right, guys, like Burr's dropping in. Oh, as soon as he gets here, we're just gonna light whoever is on stage and like get him up and get him out." And everybody's like, "Yeah, cool, totally." So we're waiting there. <laughs> One guy's like, "Do not like you me. better. Not. <laughs> I'm gonna do my dime. I'm doing my catfish bit." But uh, of course, I was sitting there. I'm like, it's. <laughs> Definitely going to be him than me. I just knew it already. I was like, no one knew when he was coming. But I was like, it's going to be. I know I'm going to have to fucking fall. He goes up. I, I won't give away anything that he's working on. But it was like the hardest. His last bit was not just very funny. It was very emotional. Yeah. And in a way that you don't usually like. It was incredible. He's amazing at that. It, it was yeah. really incredible. And then I had to go up and everybody at every table when I took the microphone, was talking to each other about the burr set. Oh, yeah. Damn. For the first, like, minute. Yeah. It, first minute, I didn't even do a joke. I was just, like, da, 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 like waiting for people to kind of be quiet, and then I got into my act. Really? It was. It, I mean, whenever you have, a, like, a big person come into a room where they're not expecting it. People got to chill after. They, they, well, they have to chit. They have to be like, oh, my God, did you? Like, that yeah. was incredible. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. Cool. You got to open for the guy from The Mandalorian. Yeah, dude, Mr. Mandalorian. Dr. Mandalorian? I shook his hand and I said, Mr. Mandalorian, I presume? Did he see you to, to go are up? You, I don't you, think so. Are you from Disney Plus? Yeah. <laughs> are Gina Carano's biggest defender? I didn't, I didn't know you were, uh, I didn't know you did stand-up. Oh my God, is Gina Carano's biggest <laughs> patron. Dude, are you? No. Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> One time uh, when Jim Carrey came to the comedy store, we had to hear... Like when he was leaving, there was ten minutes where people were like in radios, like he's leaving, he's about to leave, he's yeah. about to leave, and I was like, damn, that's so crazy to be so rich that wow. ninety five people hear about when you leave. And I was telling that to my friend Sal Trujillo, who's a very funny comic, and he was like, well, listen, man, I mean, he's Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Do you know Jim Carrey voice Sonic? I don't think he's the villain in the movie Sonic. Whoa, I don't think he's Sonic. How do you know that? The tr- I just went to the movies and they played the trailer for the Sonic oh. Two. He's the main villain, but it's the the joke still works. This is compelling. He's stuff. in the movie Sonic, but he's the villain. You know what and I want to do? He has like a giant mustache. Uh, last night, if I can talk about it. Yeah, Please. That's I won't right. talk about the thing I was going to talk about. Wait, talk about it. I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, wait. What happened? Are we going out of order, or is that just? I, I was talking about my show on Sunday, but then it got derailed by. Uh, a particular room in Dan's house that I don't want to talk about. 
Oh, now you don't want to talk. All right, about we'll do. It. We'll do some. Editing. Well, I'm fine anyway, talking about it, but it just at, the like, show. Some people that can't is handle it at a bar. Hey, we were getting a lot of funny stuff out of that too. It's too bad I couldn't handle it because we were getting so much funny stuff out of talking about my bathroom. I agree. Just not a single bit. Just you kind of being mean about it. I was just being objective. Sure. As a very logical, grounded, straight man, mm-hmm. I don't remember that people have emotions. Sure. And that they have girlfriends. I would love to hear about your show. Okay, well, what's one thing we do? Let's say it. Love each other. What do we do? Love each other. I'm glad you're back. I had such a fun time with you and your girlfriend at lunch. buddy. And, um, you know, I'm thinking, sorry, that was the last thing I'll say. I remember my friend Blake coming over to my place, and he went into my multiple rooms of my place. And I was like, isn't my place so cute? And he was like, yeah, but it's disgusting. And I realized I had never, like, I hadn't been doing basic cleaning stuff, but it looked okay. And, uh, um, you know, I think ever since he pointed that out, I started noticing it. Yeah, here's the thing is, like, if my life was bad or I was, like, depressed or whatever, I could definitely see that being good. I'm, I, like, and this isn't me too or whatever. I'm more happy and successful than I've ever been in my entire life right now. And my apartment looks like shit. So it's like. I don't care, <laughs> to be honest with you. All right. That adds up. That adds up. You get what you want from the bathroom. But um, that could have been your answer f- from the get-go. What do you mean? We already did the love each other. You're right. Okay. I, sh- I closed it up, and then you, and then you opened it again. I okay. love opening it. Yeah. Go ahead. What, what happened to your But it is really good to see you. And we had a nice time in the car, and we had a nice lunch. You did. I had never eaten at Erwan before. The show. Oh, uh, I wish that you guys could have seen it because it was so funny. But I'm doing uh, what happened was so funny. The comedy was horrible. Um, <laughs> the people that you booked. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No, it was a very. It was great. I felt. I felt like everyone did really good. It was a very good lineup. It was very fun. Um, I was doing a fundraiser for AIDS Life Cycle, which I just raised all the money for, which is very cool. And I had uh, Alaska Thunderfuck on the show. She's like one of the top five, like most famous drag queens. She's, I've heard. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she's crazy. so wonderful. I just know her from working at the bar, but she's so. Uh, I've known her for years, but she's just very sweet and very personable. And like literally at the bar, I was like, hey, I'm doing this fundraiser. Like, would you by any chance be willing to like be a part of my show to help raise money? And she was like, yeah, let me check my like she was like, text me. Let me check my schedule. Like, I'd love to help you out. And was just like, so you know what I mean? Just like someone who like is booked out the like could be booked anywhere. Sure. Yeah. Is just so happy to like she loves precinct the bar and. I don't know. It was just great. Like, it's so nice to see people that you like admire who are just like really are still capable of caring about the people around them and like the working class. Um, okay. Long story short, there was this drunk bitch in the first row of the show, straight girl. Um, and she was with two gay guys. And when I say bitch, I say that about everyone. And, uh, but she was a bitch. No. Oh my God. She follows me on Instagram now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> She sucks. Shout out to Chloe Coyote. Honestly, I'm obsessed with you. 
I am. She was so funny. We had so much fun. But I immediately got on stage, and she will not stop talking, like, sure. nonstop. And to the <clears throat> people on stage? or To, to her friends. Got it. And then um, during my set, she's, like, recalling everything I'm saying. And I, I started a joke about QAnon, and then she, like, turned to her friends. She's like, what's QAnon? Like, what is he talking about? Like, so loud to where everyone's looking at her. And then I looked at her, and I was like, you've never heard of QAnon? And she was like, no. And I was like this girl is like happier than any of us ever That's will funny. be like That's somehow she doesn't yeah. i was like she doesn't even i i was like do you even do you watch the news and she goes who's that oh she's so stupid you can't even do kraut where it's like you're she didn't know I, I don't know how she didn't understand when i asked her do you watch the news i think she, she probably understood a, but she thought it was funny to be d- like that's what i'm thinking that? but yeah. i don't is that i don't know yeah is that I, how I mean, she delivered that, it i've seen that happen before with crowd work where somebody's just like i'm gonna be the show oh yeah. okay okay well yes and then she kept wanting to like she did whatever yeah so i had fun with her during my set and then the next comic went up did not have fun with her at all and then nick shepherd went up and immediately attacked her when he was on stage like with his words and it was very funny where he was like he came out like pretending nick shepherd is the nicest person on earth he came out pretending to be outraged and like immediately approached the stage and was like if you say one word like you know yeah. what i mean it just like threatened dude oh, he's good it's, at that. nick shepherd is like famous off of very gay paint yeah it's nuts. Look him up on Instagram. The, they paint I mean, your walls. It, it's so cool what they do, but it's like people fucking know them. Yeah. It's so sick. Oh, they're like very, very, very successful. It's a really good comic. They too. have a book coming out. Damn. I'm pretty sure they have a TV show coming out. Like, But that's funny so coming from Nick. Nick looks like a very, he looks like a Midwestern, like, he looks like a Midwestern waiter who's too hot for the restaurant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. No, he kind of looks more like he like would work blonde. at like a Good Burger type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you're looking behind at him, the you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right, yeah. I could see him behind the counter at a Good Burger. But still front of the house, like cashier. Oh, yeah. But, you know. Oh, he's the show. Is Good Burger a real place? No, but just that oh, vibe. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But um, uh, go on. Just checking. So he's being very mean I feel to like you girl. guys hate the story. You should Anyways, have Sinbad on the show. Anyway, I should. Continue. Uh... I like this story. Okay. It's not getting the traction I was What expecting. do we do? Love we love each, each other. other. Okay, yeah. Uh, Nick is on stage. Um, this girl will not stop talking. So I go to the security. I'm like, hey, you, you need to escort the girl out who won't stop talking. And the security guards look at me and he just goes, what if she doesn't want to leave? That's so funny. And I'm funny. just like, um, Wait, what? well, that's oh, your that's job. So like, I was like, why do we hire? And I was like, do you funny. want me to remove her? And he's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. He refute like she tells her to leave, she won't leave, and he just stands behind her and he doesn't know what to do. Right. And then he find like another guy comes and they start pulling her out. She takes her food and throws it. She's eating chili cheese fries at Nick. It hits him on his white shirt. <sighs> and he just has like, you know, chili stains on his shirt. And then she runs back one more time to throw the rest of her food. At Nick. Yeah. And it's we have it all on video. It's so it's honestly Nick was loving it. And like he got off stage and I was like, Oh my god, are you okay? And he was like, I had so so much fun and we were both just talking about what a beast we were yeah, both just talking I, about how like it's so fun to do things other than just like your material you know because then it was like oh i don't have to do my dumb jokes i can just like talk about how this insane person is like throwing food. i don't know i yeah, would be no. pretty fucking i don't know about that that's a little too far it's great that he had a good attitude about it but 
it's a fucking comedy yeah. it's, a, it's an interesting it's an interesting yeah, no, like thing I, because for me I like the chaos of that and it's like unpredictable and you have to be on your I toes. see liking the chaos listen there's nothing wrong with liking the chaos but there's a difference between enjoying a chaotic <laughs> moment and getting fucking fries thrown at you I would throw a Molotov cocktail I, at her oh my god <laughs> she did that you would have I would oh her on fire. that yeah that would have been that would have been jail oh my god the best thing okay, I would go to jail that would be jail the that best be thing jail. is she leaves the place. Um, my I love boss, comedy. My boss pulls up. She immediately like writes reviews about the venue, and she writes a review that says, worst bar ever. They do not accept LGBTQ at all. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was this it's the a night gay you bar. got sucked off in the bathroom by a man? Yeah. This is like a straight <laughs> woman or robot I... invented by yes. gay men. But... So, like, um. Yeah, and then uh, th- that girl, she followed me on Instagram. Her name's Chloe Coyote. And I look on her page, almost every other post, she's at Precinct. And the Whoa. bar that we work at. And uh, also, she is a rapper. And every other post is her performing yes. on stage. Chloe, you're not talented. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes you. It's never going to work out. You look stupid. Everything about you is dumb. I want nothing. It sucks. We have thirty minutes left of this podcast. I want to listen to Chloe Coyote's rap so bad. Can't we? Can we? I I want to ask her to write like an intro song for us. Yeah. Right. I should DM her that. Totally. I'm gonna do that for sure. I think she would. She sounds desperate. <laughs> we can fucking pay her in chili. Fries. I texted her. I immediately commented on like three of her pictures to get her attention and i was like girl i'm obsessed with you and she commented and she was like oh my god why were your friends so unfunny on stage oh wow oh my god um but she was wasted no. sure. well but she wasn't when she responded to your messages underneath her post which means that she is essentially actually her i wonder if she was even that drunk or if she was just so chaotic wait so Oh, Let me ask. She was drunk. Do you are okay. do you legitimately are you legitimately like this person rules or is this kind of a bit? It is both. It's both. It is so funny to me, and I'm so yeah, fascinated definitely. by like the existence of this person that definitely. she could be so careless. And, and I'm just, with like, you. I'm with you on that. But it is- I do think she's probably happier than me. Um, because she's delusional and she thinks like what she's doing is great. Uh, mm. here's here's my thing. Everybody says that about like deluded people, but I think there is truly an interior to those people because I've talked to enough of those people to kind of understand. No, a lot of them are are really fucking it, sad. It's like she's on fire and can't uh, yeah. feel it on their on their inside. Like deeply sad. Deeply. Yes, and she was drunk too, so she's obviously running from something. Chloe, I just want you to know you're never gonna get better. <laughs> You're just oh, not. No. You're just not going to get better because you're not capable of that kind of thing, you know? Because you don't want to change. Chloe, I love you oh, and I want the best watch for this. you. And, and I want that um, fuzzy hat that you were wearing. Chloe, you're going to die in a state you never even thought you'd step foot in. You know what I mean? Arkansas. In a, in a double wide. I'm completely indifferent to you, Chloe. Come on. And that Come on. And that probably hurts you the most. Lewis, what do you think of Chloe? Oh my god, he just went like He's also this. indifferent. He took out a knife and then he cut his own neck. Cut his own neck. Cooper, uh you had a wild night at the comedy store. I had a fun I night last so night. I feel so shitty doing that lead into Cooper's story. Why? It's not Cooper's fault, but I mean that was such a like talk show host. 
So, uh, Shia Cooper. I guess you work at the comedy store. I guess store. you work at the stand-up comedy club. You're saying sometimes some fucking fucked up shit might happen on, uh, at that bullshit place. All right. No, it was fine. Uh, T.I., the rapper, also known as Tip, uh, has come in, a, come in a few times and has not tipped. Um, and then he, that's kind of funny. Really, it is. Me. Also, it is funny. why is no one on stage talking about how he inspects his daughter's hymen every year? I hope everyone is roasting him on. I'm that. sure people are understanding. I mean, some he's, people have said he's it. kind of just getting into current things that are embarrassing himself, I guess. But no, um, no, no, Matt's asking if if other comics are talking about oh, this on stage while he's know. there, while everybody's a buzz of OTIs here. I haven't done it. I don't know. Anyway, he did not tip me the first few times he came, and so he came, and he was like, it's come to my attention that you have not been uh, compensated the last few times. And I thought he said, like, it's come to my attention that you helped me out the last few times, so I just went, oh, yeah. So, like, when he was like, I, I heard I hadn't tipped you, I went, oh, yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, it was fine. It was kind of... He already had a speech going, so it didn't really matter what I said, right. I felt like. And then he was like, I want to make that right. And then he gave me $500. And then I was like, whoa. And then whoa. I'm really bad at expressing emotion, so I had to go, are you sure? <laughs> and, like, do the... Th- are you... Sir? You may be one of the worst... And this is not an attack on you. Yeah, you're but right. But you're not good at accepting kindness sometimes. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's because you're always like, I have to give to other people. No, not actually. I no, think I think I, it literally is. You're I think very sometimes I'm nice. Yeah, but no, when people give me gifts, I have a real problem where I'm like, wow. You, you, <laughs> if you give Cooper a nice enough gift, he'll go, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, I have to do something dramatic. You accept the love you think you deserve. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Chloe. Why don't um, you love yourself? <laughs> should that be our podcast where we get low why don't for the last love, 15? Why don't you love yourself? Well, yeah, I mean, you know... um, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff surrounding uh, T.I., but uh, as for the $500 in my pocket, uh, I think he's a world-class performer. World-class um, stand-up <laughs> comedian. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then later that night, it was funny. It was a little star-studded. P. Diddy was there. Um, oh. Um, I didn't actually see him, but he had his McLaren SUV. Ooh. And then um, old P.D. Davidson drove in the lot. P.D. And he was driving Kim Kardashian's $600,000 Lamborghini Urus, um, and I got to park it. He seems like a nice guy. Whoa, wait. You had to park a Lambo? Yeah. Was that hard? No. I had no Yo. idea how to uh, put it in drive, though. Yeah. All I had to do was, I, all I had to do to park it was to reverse it. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to pull it in drive and put it straighter. And I was like, I, I I'm going to reverse it. I was it. like, I don't know where the drive is. I have no idea. Uh, it's why, very, I, I don't know anything about cars, but why don't you know where the drive is on it? Because the shift is this little thing that's sort of like the size of a palm that's like this wide and that. And, I, I've seen them kind of before, so I pulled it, and that puts it in reverse, but then it doesn't move to the side, and it doesn't move up, and when you pull it, it only puts it into reverse. So I was like, okay, I have no idea how to get this into any of the other modes of driving. Right. Um, That's like, how expensive it is. It's, it's like literally poor person proof. It's like literally all, like all of those cars, you get in, and you have to like turn on your flashlight and look around for right. like like. Just and that whole anything. time, you're just thinking, man, I should have fucked so many more people over in my life. Yeah, definitely. Just, just to get a taste of this. It's a very funny looking car. But it is, Pete Davidson seems like a nice guy, because like, he, he, he comes in this ridiculous, like Kim Kardashian's almost billion dollar car. And then he comes out, and he's like, how are you? Yeah. And I'm like, this is really fun that this guy gets I to mean, do it. I mean, he's living one of the funny, it, it's like, 
as a comedian, you do kind of want a funny, silly little life. And he has such a funny, silly little life. And now he's involved in a horrific divorce, but he also gets to drive that fun car. It's so funny, though. I mean, being involved in a a famous divorce as just the guy who's like, and I'm there, too. Doing sketches. funny. He does sketch, you know. Little sketch comedy. He he hadn't done stand-up in three years, apparently, but he went on stage, and I heard that he crushed. So, uh, Pete, Pete, you're probably watching because we met last night. Great set, dude. Um, Just keep putting the work in. And then later that night, a guy who had been there before came back and almost got into another fight. Because the first time he came, he got kicked out. And then they're like, you got to leave. And then he did a very childish thing where he was walking away and pretended to walk away. And then, and then went like that. Oh, and so and then, yes. And then tried to push the security guard, which got rebuffed We got to get this guy to date uh, Chloe Coyote. They would be oh, the coolest. Yeah, that would be Wouldn't good. Wouldn't that be just ruin comedy shows from here to Mississippi? And they're like um, infamous for ruining yeah. comedy yeah. shows. Yeah. So he came back, yeah. and then um, they're kicking him off, and then he's like, he's like doing the whole thing where they approach him and they're like, get out of here, and then they walk away, and he's like, you're a bitch. And then, right. and then he does a really stupid thing that people don't think through is he goes, I have weapons. And it's really funny. He says, I. This is the best weapon threat I've ever fucking heard in my entire life. I have weapons. 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 Multiple. Do you know how much time pieces. you have to spend online to think that is a threat that you use in the real world? Yeah. As if it's like fucking World of Warcraft. Like Literally, I have vague, weapons. Vague weapons. Vague, like mist. Like I'm going to open up kind of like a chart and press like BC and that yeah. gets to my long sword. Yeah. The best part is legally, it's just a complete like. He threat. might as well have signed a contract that said you can kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's and it's how like, legally binding I have weapons is as a direct threat. Yeah, and yeah, he's so, allowing himself to be physically assaulted. Literally, you, you might have as well legal. have been like, "I give you consent to beat the fuck out of me." Yeah. So then that happens, and like, uh, and my boss and the security guards—they're—they're—they they're, they all rock. Um, and so like he says, that my boss faces lights up, and he goes, "That's a threat." That's yeah, so a we got and a that, threat like, because people don't realize it's like security guards are just waiting for like the please give me the golden child to get their ass beat. They want and he gave them everything. They want a guy who's who's gonna be relatively easy to beat up, but not someone who's like completely pathetic, right? Yeah, someone he was who big. Yeah, he's big. But he's not so he's not like pathetic, but he's clearly a guy that they can beat the shit out of. Inside pathetic. I mean, the three of them easily. Yeah. Oh, my God. And now they have a story forever. And then I was surprised, though, because they walked up to him, and I'm, like, in the back, like, we're off property. I, I'm, I'm just kind of behind him smoking a blunt, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, punch him! Like, I'm, like, yeah. really? Oh, because, yeah. like, And then, like, me and Bruce, and Bruce was just talking about how all the door guys in the back were like, yeah, get him! Like, get all him. these weak comedians. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, they're just surrounding him, and he's not leaving, and I'm like, damn, they're, like, not fucking well, him up let yet. Let me just say... Of all of the door guys are what many of them are weak comedians. AJ Faji is bigger than any security guy I've seen at the comedy store. He is. He's he skinny, is, but he is much bigger. He, he's kind of yeah. jacked, dude. Somebody works out a lot. Yeah, he's buff. Yeah, he is buff. That's a big guy. He was not there. Oh, well, there. Well, maybe he was somewhere else. But then one of our security guards, Joe, who's this awesome guy, he works as like a in-hospital EMT at. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter if I say the hospital. He works at a hospital. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, he, he's a big dude. He's probably walking around like, uh, you know, like 350. And he's like, I don't know, maybe like six foot. 
And so, but he's like the calmest guy. He's like a father and a sure. healthcare professional. And he's like, you got to leave. And then the guy tries and he just like ragdolls him and oh, like yeah. doesn't fuck him up, but like immediately just has full control, Full control, you know? And then, um, this guy works security at the store. Yeah. He's an EMT. It's like, it's like, uh, like EMTs, but not the guys in the ambulance. Like once you get to the hospital, so it's like a little more involved. I don't know. Hands on job to say the least. But uh, but yeah, then he leaves. Hey, let's and hope then, he doesn't get those two jobs confused. You know what I mean? Exactly. I want to. Well, we were joking about how yeah, it's like he fucks people up and then goes to the hospital. You imagine yeah. like a guy fucks you up and then you wake up in the stretcher and it's and like, it's let's him. save his life. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna save you, Clear. so you have to live with yourself. But I don't know. Then it was so funny because the guy gets back in his car and then he drives down a one way street or a dead <laughs> end. He drives down a dead end, stays there for 30 minutes, and then 30 minutes later is back on the patio with his hair pulled back because he has long hair and a new shirt. And he's like, so awesome. And then I'm like, all right, well, he's back. And then it was funny because I was the only one, so I called security, and then I approached him. And I'm like, you got to leave, man. And then like he was like, I'm going to film this. I was like, what are you going to film you being a fucking asshole? Right. And I'm like, I'm such a little douchebag where I'm like, this guy could probably beat me up. But Probably some not. bigger guys are about to show up. Right. So you just... know you have backup. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm going to just kind of talk a lot of Did shit before they show up. Did he wave at you like that? He, well, he kind of like to the group. I don't know. So he was aware that you guys knew who he was immediately. I mean, I looked at him and was like, that... But I think he got that far because two of the door guys actually did not recognize him, which oh, is the funniest thing. So oh, then he was like, he was like, God. I got pass. It's so fun. He's he's kind of the best. I mean, that's why the store is great, but also that kind of situation is hard to manage because it is inherently like employed or stand up comedians who are fuck ups. Yeah, exactly. And they it's do so a good funny. job. It's a good club to go to, but man, I mean just imagining some of those guys doing the most remedial tasks. It's hilarious. It's so funny. We're all terrible at our jobs. Yeah, is he 86, uh, this guy? Like, is he allowed back at the store? Of course not now. Okay. No, he's fully banned. And he was gotcha. banned before. Um, but oh, then he, he was hanging okay. out there. And then it was so funny because uh, Mitzi Shore opened up the comedy store. And he's now crying on the sidewalk. And he's like, what would Mitzi Shore think? And I look at him and I go, she would hate you. <laughs> and, and like, I, I don't know if, I, don't, I wasn't like trying to be cool or like trying to be fucked up by this but like genuinely he was crying really hard and i was looking at him in the eyes and i literally like laughed so hard i almost started crying right of just staring at like a man in his mid-30s crying and expecting sympathy from people after he's trying to fight them and then i was just like "Ah!" like just laughing at him and I was like, man, I was yelling at him. I was like, man, there's so much denial in you. And right. I was like, uh, and I was like, he showed up with his hair. I was like, man, I'm just imagining you fucking putting your hair up in the car. So funny. And he was doing all that shit where he's like, you know, it's interesting how you see the group dynamics where the bitches are part of the pride and so they can protect themselves. And it's like, yeah, we're friends and we like each other. Yeah. And we all like being here and you suck. No, I was saying I do. Lo- I love that where it's like someone is so... Someone has taken such a massive L. And it's like when someone's falling from a cliff and they just try grabbing at the air around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so what that was, where it's just like you're falling and you're just like, ah, well, no, you're actually a bitch. Yeah, because at that point it had already become physical, which to me means that every single altercation after, after that is technically still a physical altercation, even if you're talking. So it's pretty much like, You've already gotten into a physical altercation, and now you're trying to fucking mind game us, where it's like, you know you've lost really hard when people have already thrown you around, and you're like, all right, 
time for some chess of the mind. You know? I would it's do that. Like, I mean, when I was an abject loser up until probably age 18, and if I'm being honest, maybe further than that, that's, I remember a dude, a dude like absolutely bitched me out at a party once and like, I don't know what his, pro- oh, what happened and why? They were trying to break into a dorm and they were trying to like battering ram through a door, right? And I was like, oh, this is funny. Like they were all on the track team and I was like, oh, this is funny. Like I want to film it. But then one of the guys, like I was, I was absolutely a loser at this college okay. so you could you could do whatever to me basically i was the guy at the comedy store gosh so he goes uh i i, I just like took a picture because it's so funny seeing these like three guys and obviously the doors there are so fucking heavy like you obviously can't do it he's like hey dude fucking put down your phone and i hadn't even re- started recording it i was like oh yeah sure and he was like no fucking let me see your phone do you record that and i was like no i didn't record it but i'm not giving you my phone and he was like Fuck it, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what happened, but everybody left. And then he sees me at a party, which I didn't know anyone there. Oh, Not God. a single person. Dude. The one guy you know hates you. The one guy, dude, because I went there with my friends and they were all drinking and stuff. I didn't really drink at that point. So I was just kind of like walking around. I would play this game where I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to be stationary because that you're, you're dead if you're stationary. People sure. are like weird guy. Yeah. So I would just stay in a place and then move very tactically to another place to make it seem like I was doing stuff. Party's going to be so stressful. It's so bad when you don't know anyone. And I was walking through and he, uh, he grabbed, like he grabs my collar and he puts me against a wall, like literally high school bully. And he had a friend there and he was like, dude, let me see your fucking phone. He's so drunk. And I was like, yeah, I was like, no, but also he had his friend there. I didn't know anyone there. And I was like, I'm not going to get fucking beat. Like, senseless tonight at a college party so i was like no you're not gonna get my phone he's like give me your and i was like you can hit me I, w- I was like you can hit me you're not getting my phone like j- i was just so over it yeah and uh when he reached that stage of of giving in to like just being an absolute people will stop fucking with you did he, he hit you? No, his friend was just like, come on, let's go. And he was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to hit this guy if I want his phone, which I'm not willing to do. Because you weren't um, antagonizing him anymore. No, you... I mean, I wasn't trying to antagonize him from the beginning, but I think a lot of people, that, that's the thing about bullying where it's like people. They want the resistance. Well, well, people always paint bullies as these people who are like inherently evil which i understand why and they but like obviously like bullies can make people fucking kill themselves and bullies do sure. exist in adults like people are, are always like well, if you're an adult like no one get it's like people bully adults get bullied constantly and it's good to get it out of the way when you're a child yeah but uh i think a lot of people do have this inherent like sort of tribe mindset that is not their fault but they just they their brain is just like a computer seeking out like okay who can i fuck with to like make like myself feel better in the group and right. I, but there's a lot of blame placed on the but when i saw that guy it's like i don't think that guy is necessarily a bad person i think it's like he smelled the pheromones on me yeah definitely. and he was like this is someone who i can very easily fuck with as much as i want i mean yeah you were tactically moving to not look alone around a party so he it, spotted it. it was the most like basal ganglia shit of all time that would like, be Total medulla obligata. That'd be funny if you're at a party where you didn't know anyone, but you wanted to talk to someone. So you see the one guy that hates you, and then you're like, 
I fuck, I guess I'll go talk to this guy. God All damn right. it. That'll hey, probably get the ball rolling. Remember me? <laughs> hey, man, you remember? I was filming. I was, fi- I was Mr. Film. Did you ever get beat up like that? Have you ever gotten beat up? No, I probably should have been. Have you ever gotten, like, your ass beat? Uh, only, oh, oh yeah, no, 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 I was just going to ask, like, were you not working out at this time? No, I was, I could have, well, this, this guy was also pretty in shape and I didn't really know how to fight at all. This is before I had ever taken like a MMA class or anything. So he would have probably kicked my ass, mm. okay. but he was a lot smaller than me and he was jacked. But I think he, th- that's the thing is like, you he can, was a lot smaller than you. He was smaller than me, yeah. What but was you his can, penis size? It was pretty big. Oh. He was one of those like small guys, but you, you see their piece, and you're like, I see why you're so confident. Well, you were touching it while he was mad at you, right? And it really diffused the situation. Proportionally, it looks bigger, but his penis was probably the same. It was with the back of my hand. So he's not threatened by it. <laughs> Wait, so he's in front of you, and you're... Yeah, and I was just kind of with the back of my hand, just going... Just kind of letting him know you're there? That's what security guards should do. That's smart. I guess we shouldn't advocate for that. No, we shouldn't advocate for that. Sorry. Um, on Fuck. the uh, as far as like backing down from a fight on the drive home from the airport, um, there was this woman and like we were at a stop sign and she was taking forever to cross the street. This is after I dropped you off. Oh, okay. And I was just waiting forever, and there was a woman crossing the street, but the woman had like fully gotten out of her way, but technically she was still crossing the street. And so I honked my horn because I was like, come on, like we're crossing Pico. It's a busy like intersection. Like this is your time. And we both cross and the woman rolls down her window and she screams at me. She was like, there is a fucking person crossing the street. And then um, and then I yelled back and I was like, she had already crossed. That's so (laughs) And then she yelled back again and she was like, you don't have to be a fucking asshole. And then. Uh, and then I just and then I just yelled back and I was like, "You're actually right. I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was just like zoomed off, but I was going the same way as her, and I was like wanting to go fast, so it kind of looked like I was chasing her. Hilarious. But then she parked and like just got out of her car, and she was like fucking livid. You know really, what? she had to park just to be mad. No, no, no. Like she had gotten to her destination. Oh, and she it. parked, but like she got out of her car and it was like me telling her like, you're right. I was wrong. Like right. that didn't satisfy. No, of course not. Well, also what I learned like not recently, but a couple years ago, it, I was always such a pacifist, like to a crazy, like you could do anything to me, which it was like the root of it was just cowardice. Like I wouldn't stand up for myself, Yeah. but I learned at a certain level. I always think of it as like when, when you get like, utterly disrespected in public you have to pick your battles but if you don't do anything the whole weight of that situation is just on you like you have to carry that burden yeah sometimes i this is like unpopular whatever maybe not the most salient point but it's like yelling back and standing up it takes the weight off of you and it puts it back because you felt like you you know when people drive by and are like Fuck you, and they zoom off, and you don't get reprisal. Yeah. That that shit stays with you. Oh, sure. yeah. Sometimes it's nice to get get a little yell back. Most people do not want to fight, and you shouldn't go around with the assumption that you aren't going to get your ass beat. But you can say a lot of really terrible things to people. You've tested this, and all they will do. <laughs> Cooper's is... in the lab every day with this theory. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> am I a small guy who says mean stuff to strangers too much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I have a little radio on my chest where maybe 30 seconds into getting killed, a bigger guy could come and then I would die three days later instead of immediately in the mm-hmm. hospital? Yeah. And I live for these moments. 
Well, that leads us perfectly into this. Cooper, what's something pan you've done? Um, I reconsidered uh, my thoughts on T.I. considering an amount of money that he gave me. Interesting. So what you're saying is you're sort of at the whim of whoever is paying you regardless of sexuality. Yes. Or regardless of, of or their gender. I think because of his sexuality, him choosing money over um, moral character is not an issue. Right. Because of his uh, identity politic, his identity capital. Yeah, I mean, to we, be, he gets a pass. We should yeah. really do like... Like a, if you did that, it would be like, bad Dan. Yes. But if Cooper did, it's like, oh, he's pan. We it's should choose money over no love. morals. We should really do like a, a Matt corner where you just get we just you go full Ben Shapiro and then we put those clips out and see how many Republican viewers we can get to listen to the whole podcast based off that. You mean should we make fake clips of Matt? Basically fake clips of Matt being like, listen, identity politics have gone too far. Oh, okay. And then they watch like and then the watch seconds us. of the actual podcast and have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are they ruining Dan? Well, it's like a, it's a separate account that sort of, yes. you know, we're targeting. We're sh- it's like when Netflix personalizes which main character they're showing you on the cover of the movie. Yes. Okay. So they're doing that, but like they're just taking things I've said out of or maybe. In Has context. anyone used the title problematic? Ooh. Ugh. I'm it, thinking of all these great handles now. It yeah. would be funny if you're like, no, we don't have a racist podcast. Or like, you have entirely racist segments. We're like, no, no, no. It's like a. It's you like listen a, to the podcast. It's like a separate thing. You have to Those listen are, to the whole context, and the yeah. whole context, the, the clip isn't even there. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, that's it's just yeah. separate recordings. Like, yeah. hey, Matt, get in the exactly. corner and say that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on the show, <laughs> Matt. But we post it to like subreddits that are very racist. Yeah. Anything particularly gay you've done recently? <sighs> um. <laughs> What? You don't like the way I lead into it? <laughs> no, just the plan. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Matt's like, and then we put it subreddits that are like could, very could you clip could, could you put the, the clap one and then the guitar one together, please? Uh, I think this is clap. Yeah, that and then the guitar. And we're back. Matt, what have you done that is homosexual? I ate my ex-boyfriend's cum in a bathroom that I work at. Clap again. Clap again, please. That's great. How was it? How did it feel? Was it hot? Eight makes it sound like longer than swallow. It was it was very, very, very hot. Because yes. uh, I feel like both literally and emotionally. When you're in the bathroom, is he making a bunch of noise getting sucked off? Or yeah, is he like, kind of oh! Oh my god! Oh! Hey! Oh! You're sucking my dick in here! Whoa! Whoa, you're sucking my fucking dick in here! And someone's like, hey, I want to go to the bathroom. And we're like, we're eating chicken nuggets. (laughs) Don't you work there? Yeah. You're like, I work here. (laughs) I work here! I fucking work here! Is it a private bathroom or are you in a stall? It was a private, like, there's like private private stalls. Yes. Uh, yeah. Private place. But. It was great, and he's great, and we made out a bunch, and it was super hot, and I think we have a bright future ahead of ourselves. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, did, yeah. you texted us, and you were like, so I sucked his dick in the bathroom. Yeah, it was nice. I feel like we're going to get back together at some point. And then you were like, but not now. And I'm like, <laughs> Matt, is, you're really amazing how you could be so like directly sucking your ex-boyfriend's dick and be like, I think we're going to get back together. But let's be realistic. We still need time. Yeah. Or like, That's a good balance of fun. Right? What? Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it would be bad if you were like, we're back. 
And I'd be like, that's a bad idea. Uh, yeah, you I think this up. is a good thing for the time being. But I mean, if you run into someone you love and you suck them off, and then, you know, that's fine. And then you go over to their house the next day and fuck them in the ass and then take them to the airport. That's fine, too. You took them to the airport? Yeah. And you took Dan to the airport. And Greg was going to Boston. Oh. And Dan was coming back from Boston. Did you fuck Dan in the ass, too? Oh, shit. I'm just wondering how you pick people up <laughs> from did the airport. Did that happen? Did, that, did you fuck him in the ass? Wait, do you have a back tattoo? Yeah. Oh, damn it. It says Cooper. It says Cooper. Cooper is my friend. <laughs> we, we should all get tattoos of each it other. My friend the Godfather Cooper. is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, something straight I did was uh, my girlfriend met my family. It was very nice. Oh, that oh, was the first wonderful. time in person. Yep, first time in person. She's met them her. over She's Skype. She's met my mom over Skype. She hasn't met your sister. Yoga. Hasn't met your sister. How much older is your sister than you? Two years. years. Twenty years. Twenty. No, two years. Um, <laughs> all right. We have shout outs. Uh, Cooper, are you ready? Yeah. Matt, are you ready? Yeah. We need to make these good because if we make these good, it means that people are going to, uh, they're going to really want to subscribe to the okay. podcast. Can we also go... shout out the lady that said, I'm not the most fuckable to straight women. Just say I hate her. No. We co- just, well, what was her name Heather? It might have been Heather. I like what? that that you said that. Aaron? Aaron, I Aaron? think that, that's good that you said that. Fuck you. No, we don't Fuck need you, the, Aaron. Cooper, we need people to keep Fuck listening you. to the podcast. But not Aaron. Although I would argue, Aaron, that he is what straight women are looking for right now in the era of Pete Davidson. Aaron doesn't want to fucking listen. That's her problem. Well, she is has been listening, and I thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, she's been listening, and we thank anyway, you for your subscription. Just, let's talk. Normcore alum 2005. Normcore alum, you got to change that name. Nobody's ever going to respect you for it. Normcore is dead. Mac DeMarco is convicted. Felicia Harry. Felicia Harry, <laughs> damn! You can come over to my place anytime, or you've been spending way too much in Dan's bathroom. Juliet, that's why no one date Gil- her. Juliet Gillamy, that Jeffrey Epstein's accomplice. Yes, <laughs> that's her. Oh alien. my Gillian Maxwell, God. finally a famous <laughs> listener. Finally, Jillian, you are a rascal. Maria Del Mar, Maria Del Mar. I was actually born in Playa Del Mar, um, from two uh, people named. Jane and Ronnie Colkin, but they died in they an died. Amtrak uh, collision. He he freaks out How every time we talk about it. True. None of it. Okay. Nate Curtin. What? What? <laughs> what? This guy's name is Nate Curtin? That's perfect. Moving on. You dumb motherfucker. Nickerry Wiseman. I mean, I don't know. I really don't have a lot. I oh, Nickerry Wiseman. I, I saw you the other day at Whole Foods. Yeah. said we wouldn't talk and about And we both that. bought Jell-O. The Corduroy, the corduroy Boy. If you put a whole pair of corduroys up my ass and and pull it out, they'll actually be like as if they were dry cleaned. Oh, her name is actually Jenny HC9. Is that the one who Yeah, the one shit? who said, "No, no, Dan is the most desirable for straight women. Let's start there." All right. Jenny HC9, if you come to Los Angeles, uh I will buy you Three tacos. Three tacos, any stand you want. Don't come to the Except, city. Except like not like a hoity toity like like an actual fucking taco stand. Don't come to no, the no, city. No, no, I'll take you to a great I'll t- I'll ask You're people not gonna go to fucking home state out. though. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'll ask people objectively what is a great taco truck in the area. Something local. Great. It's on site. <laughs> yeah. It's Thank on you site if for I see you. listening. Stop threatening now. We have to do I'm literally off. not threatening. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Sounds we good. love you all. Have a good day. Not Jenny.